Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guest today is one half of the best-selling musical duo of all time, Hall & Oates. But now he's spotlighting four decades of his rich and remarkably varied solo career with his first retrospective. Called Before and After, the two-disc set features hits and deep cuts from his five solo albums, including his fruitful unions with Robert Fripp and Dave Stewart. The consummate musical collaborator, he's also included six previously unreleased performances from his beloved web series-turned-cable program, Live from Daryl's House, in which he shares the intimate stage with a new musical guest each episode. The 30-track collection is due out April 1st, the same day he set to embark on his first solo U.S. tour in a decade. The trek will take him to some of the country's most historic venues, including New York's Carnegie Hall, Nashville's Ryman Auditorium, and the Met in his hometown of Philadelphia. For each of these dates, he'll be joined by another of Philly's favorite musical sons, Todd Rundgren. I'm so happy to welcome one of the most soulful voices we've ever had on this program, Mr. Darrell Hall. I hope you enjoy our conversation. First and foremost, congratulations on Before and After. I, I, I know you've said in the past that you rarely listen to your own work. What was it like revisiting these songs for you? Was it like going through a scrapbook? Did it take you back to the moment when you wrote and recorded these songs? Or have they taken on a whole new life of their own? Well, sort of like that, actually. It, it, it was like going through a scrapbook because th those albums have so many great memories for me, you know, uh, in, in the making, the, the process of making them. Uh, that, that's the, to me, that's the most fun about 
recording is is the process uh is when you're working with people you really get along with and really laugh a lot with and uh and really good things come out of it it's uh it's 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 the old story it's the journey not the destination uh, yeah I, it was it was amazing to revisit it and i i realized that it really holds up i mean i was <laughs> hate to say i was sort of impressed <laughs> impressed <with> myself <laughs> All right, on. I mean, listen to all these songs back to back. It really emphasized the diversity in your work because, I mean, not only your work with your songs, but the collaborators. I mean, Robert Fripp, Dave Stewart, Tipman Walk. I mean, and there are deep cuts in there too, mixed with the, you know, the familiar favorites. What was the process like for you of actually putting the track list together? Did you sit down with, you know, your whole discography? What was it? Or did you know? Did you, were you able to sort of pull off the top of your head what you knew you wanted in there? A lot of these songs I've been playing on the Life of Daryl's House show, so they're not—they're not even new to the audience in a lot of cases. If you watch that show, so uh, I, I certainly wanted to include those songs, uh, most of those, uh, and uh, I—I I really felt like I wanted to do things in a non-chronological order, uh, treat it like it's a new album, and and put it together according to flow and mood and uh excitement and ups and downs and all the things that uh that you do with either a live set or you do with a, with with a recorded album Oh, I love the fact that it wasn't chronological. I love, I mean, some of the transitions were so cool, like the, the crackling vinyl sound at the end of NYCNY into what, what's going to happen to us. To me, that was almost like the scene in, in The Wizard of Oz when it comes into color, when it goes into crackling into the, the different Sonic or like, you know, in the, in the Girl Can't Help It when Tom Yule snaps his fingers and everything goes into color. Like, it was such a great transition. I love that. Well, good analogy. I'm, that's a very impressive analogy. <laughs> oh, it's so great. I mean, and you mentioned, obviously, live from Daryl's house. You have some incredible performances from there on here, too. I mean, you, you did the Eurythmics, Here Comes the Rain Again with Dave Stewart, Todd Rundgren's Can We Still Be Friends. I mean, so many amazing and diverse artists on your show over the years. I mean, Smokey Robinson, Sharon Jones, to Ben Folds and Chromio and Aloe Black. Were, was there any one guest on that show that really surprised you, either musically or, or personality-wise? Man... Every show was a surprise to me. Every <laughs> That's show. A good answer. I went in there without knowing what was going to happen, uh, even with the people that I knew. You know, even with 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 my friends or with with veteran artists, uh, really didn't know with the new artists, and I don't think they knew either. You know, a lot of kids, kids, yeah, a lot of these young <laughs> artists, they they came in and they were. You know, they were relatively inexperienced, and and to to go into a, a situation where the, you're with all these amazing musicians because my band are amazing musicians and uh and and have to be to play to work on your feet because it's it's not rehearsed you know and so there was a lot of these a lot of scared people out there you know <laughs> <laughs> and, and but i and part of my job was to calm them down and say look there is you can't make a mistake here it doesn't matter you know we'll just cut it out if something doesn't work <laughs> just let yourself go and that with various, various, uh, varying degrees, people would fall into that that pattern, and that's what you see. That's the to me, that's the exciting part of the show is how people start responding to this uh, sort of a new feeling that they haven't experienced before. Oh, absolutely! It's such a joy to watch. I know this is a question you've been getting quite a lot of lately, but uh, do you have any plans to return uh, to, to resurrect uh, Live from Daryl's House? And the, the, I know you've so much in the works now with the album going out on tour. But any any plans for that to come back in the near future? Yeah, I, I'd like to do. Uh, I, I would like to re to return to it. 
very much so. Uh, I just need to, hey, I need funding. Um, anybody wants to fund it, uh, let me know. Uh, and, and I'm not sure what, what format I'm going to come back with, with it, you know, uh, but, uh, uh, we're recording one show, uh, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. Oh man. Yeah. Cause Dave's going to come. Dave Stewart's going to be there and Todd and I, you know, work together. And, and, uh, so it'll be sort of Daryl's housey and, uh, uh, it'll be streamed around the world. So there you go. Oh, cool. I can't wait to see that. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Todd's obviously going out on the road with you, and you go way back. I know he produced War Babies, but what was the point of connection initially? Was it back in the in the Philly days? We didn't. We didn't really. We knew each other, but we we didn't really connect in the Philly days because he he was sort of in the British invasion 
world, uh, you know, in those Utopia, days. Yeah. Nice. He had the Nas and all that. And I was, you know, I was deep in the, in, into the Philadelphia soul scene with uh, Gamble and Huff and Tommy Bell and all those, all those groups. Uh, so we didn't really know each other, but uh, uh, we met, we both moved to New York around the same time. And then we, we started, uh, you know, knowing, starting to know each other. And that's when we said, why don't we make a record together and do the War Babies album? Oh man, I mean, I, my my family's from Pennsylvania. I wanted to ask you, how much has being from Philadelphia, or being in the Philadelphia area, I should say, impacted you musically? I mean, you mentioned Gamble and Huff. I mean, it doesn't get more Philly than that. How much has that been part of your musical psyche? It's, every, it's everything. I, I'm part of the sound of Philadelphia. I start, I started with those guys. You know, I, I'm of the age where they were just they're just a little bit older than me, and and we we were all we were all working together. At the, in, in the very very beginning, uh, we we both we we all worked for the same people to be, before that. You know when we were coming up together. Um, so it's 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 all it's all I, I I can't separate what I do from from where I come from. It's impossible. There was a great quote, and I'm, I'm trying from you that I, I'm trying to paraphrase something to the effect that soul music was crying in tune. I think I have that right. I wanted to ask you more about that. That's such a great line, and I feel like that sums up so much of of what you do and, and where you come from when you're putting these songs across. Yeah, well, I I stick by that by that statement. You know, crying in tune. That's what it's all about. <laughs> I mean, you touched on this earlier, but I mean, the hallmark of these Daryl's House performances is that they're so intimate and laid back. I mean, they, they feel like a bunch of friends in someone's living room. How do you bring that lightness and ease to this tour? How do you make the stage feel like Daryl's House? There are little tricks. I, I was doing it with Hall and Oates to some degree, but it's, it has to do with lighting and, and how you can bring the audience, make the audience, well, I, I, the audience is always interactive in, in my shows. On, and uh, to even enhance that as much as possible. It has to do with lighting and, and things like that. And uh, uh, I'm not really using, this is a theater tour, so I'm not really using uh, screens. But when I play bigger places, I, I make big use of screens. So it's not dissimilar to watching it on TV, you know. Um, so there, there's a lot of things. And it also has to do with uh, uh, with performance style. You know, you just bring people in. It's It's... It's, uh, you gotta stay loose and spontaneous. It must feel so good to get back out on the road. I mean, especially after the last two years. Did your relationship to music change at all over the course of the pandemic, either in, in you know, what it means to make it or how you appreciate listening to it? All of the above, yes, absolutely. I, I uh, for, for two years, I, I basically hibernated creatively. I didn't do anything. And, and that was the, the, I mean, the pandemic has affected everybody in different ways. With me, I've been traveling my entire life around the world, never stopped. And, uh, you know, I have houses in various places, and you know, in and out of the United States. I, I was working, traveling, you know, doing whatever. And for two years, I didn't, I just sat in this room here that you're looking at me in uh, with, uh, with my cat. <laughs> <laughs> And and I didn't uh, I I didn't play the I didn't play the piano I didn't I didn't hardly even played the the guitar I did just didn't sing didn't really do anything and it was sort of like recharging batteries it was a, a really uh, uh, I can't even describe a transcendent experience that I I I, I came out of this a different sort of a different person and I realized and I think a lot of people share this in their worlds too uh, I realized that. It, it, now's the time to just uh, 
not be restricted and, and, and do whatever you are going, whatever you, you should be doing or whatever you're going to do or what do you, whatever you want to do, do it. And, you know, and, uh-huh. and that, that's one of the reasons I, I'm doing this, what I'm, uh, this whole solo, uh, this whole solo experience. I've decided to stop being restricted by, by, uh, uh the, the good problem that is Hall and Hoots. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't have to just keep playing those same songs over and over again. I can, I can, show my sort of alternative side. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you mentioned that the last couple of years has been a, um, more of a restorative time, a regenerative time for you creatively. Is that is that normal? Does the creativity and songwriting come and go in waves over the years? Or has the last couple of years been atypical for you in that sense? I tend to try and work it that way. I, I mean, I'm, I'm normally in, uh, I, I'm always coming up with ideas, but I tend to work for projects. Uh, if I know that I'm doing uh, working with say Dave Stewart or whatever, I start thinking in terms of that and my songwriting ideas and phrasing. And I mean, uh, the phrases I write down and things like that um, tend to, to fit what I think I'm going to be doing. And, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to go fallow, you know, if, if, if something, something isn't coming, I don't try and force it. That's for sure. For someone who's written as much as you have, and especially as many hits as you have, is there an element of, you're going to laugh at me, almost superstition to it when, from when it comes to writing? Is there a certain time of day that you feel is best? Or a, 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 I, I, I'm not hesitant to call it a lucky piano or a lucky keyboard, but is there an element of that to it? Do you believe in any of that? Or is that not really factor into it for you? Well, no, no it's not superstition, no. But but I I, it, I think it's biorhythms. I, I tend to, uh. Uh, I, I, I write in, the, you know, I, when I first wake up is my most creative period. Really? I write a whole lyric just bloop right out or, or come up with the idea for a song uh, as, as I'm coming out of the dream state and having a cup of tea or whatever. Uh, it, that, that first thing in the day is, is my best time for coming up with new ideas. And I tend to work during the day. I once, uh, other than the fact, uh, other than when I play live, six o'clock, I'm done. I'm done. I'm just going to hang out, have a, have a drink, watch TV, do whatever I'm going to do. Um, and I, and I don't work. I don't like to work in the evening uh, unless, like I said, unless I'm playing a show. And does it happen all different ways? I mean, lyrics first, then melody or working from a chord structure first. Then there was, do you have a set way that you go, go about it? No, nah, it can go, come any way at all. I mean, I was, I, I just came back from the Bahamas. I was working with Dave Stewart and uh, he, I just have books and books of, ideas lyric ideas and phrases and and i was just reading them to him and he went oh that's a good one you know let's let's write a song like that you know and then we elaborate on that so a lot of times it'll just come from something like just reading a phrase out or or writing a phrase down or seeing something seeing a, one time i wrote a song about uh, i saw something on the back of a truck and that, and they gave me a, <laughs> an idea for a chorus <laughs> and uh um uh, and sometimes it comes from a drum machine, you know, uh, it'll be a beat that'll cause me to play a certain bass pattern or chord pattern. Uh, sometimes it is the chord patterns. Uh, very seldom is it a melody where I sing something and then put something around it. It usually comes from the melody comes as it, 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 it's almost juxtaposed to a phrase or a beat 
or a chord pattern. This is maybe a strange question, but do you get more inspiration looking outward or looking inward? Uh, both. I think equal. Equal. I, I'm a pretty introverted person and, and introspective, but I get. I think I get my ideas from observation and, and, experience, and, and experience, obviously. I mean, by revisiting these songs from your past on this compilation, are there any songs on there that mean something totally different to you now than when you wrote them, in some cases, you know, several decades ago? Yes, yes. I, I think all my songs, uh, I could say that about. You know, you, you write a song about something that's happening to you at the time, and then if that's a universal, it, not universal, but it, it's a timeless sort of thing, and you may have a, an experience, say, with a, a person. You may have a, a, an experience with a completely different person, but that, that, that thought, for some reason, becomes even more valid in the new situation. That's, that's as good as I could put that. But yes, uh, it's, uh, it, uh, when I'm singing the songs, I'm not always thinking about the, the original subject of the song, you know. I love that. I love how multifaceted song. I mean, as you said, timeless songs can be. So what makes them timeless is that they mean different things, different people in different moments of their lives. And, you know, songs that I, I knew as a kid, I come back to now and, uh, and mean something totally different, but touches me in, in just as deep a way. I think that's amazing. Uh, on this tour, is there any song in particular that you're the most excited to, to perform, either one that you maybe haven't done live in a really long time or just, you know, something brand new that you're working on that you're excited to see what people respond to? Uh, well, I, I'm not going to play any brand new songs, but but uh, I don't know, man. You know, I mean, I'm excited just to play any of the ones from the from the past albums. It's, uh, you know, it'll be fun to play Babs and Babs because I'll play that one. And uh, uh I, I'm not even in rehearsals yet, so I don't know. I don't know what's going to excite me yet. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I I guess my, my last question, I want to take up too much more of your time. By putting this album together, did you learn something about yourself by going back through these songs? You know, they always say that in a dream, every character is you. By hearing all these songs back to back, did you? Did that somehow, it was almost like getting a really good dream reading? Yeah, I, I to look back on it all. It, it, I mean, I can, can relate to all every song intimately. The, the experiences, uh, the, the interaction I had with the people that I wrote the songs about, or uh, and also the people that I worked with making the records. Uh, yeah, it it all uh, it, it 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 gives me good feelings. It makes me know that I've had some amazing connections in my life uh, so far, and. Uh, I'm really proud of it, and, and I'm really really fulfilled by it. And we thank you for sharing it. Daryl Hall, thank you so much for your time today, and most importantly, your music. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Matt. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio or other fantastic shows, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.